Okay, guys, welcome again to Smart Mania. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to talk about some wrestling today. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Ringor, with my lovely wife and co-host. Hi, I'm Andrea. All right. Uh, so let's just get into it. Let's uh, go over some of the wrestling news for the past week. Okay. Well, Jason Jordan had neck surgery. His um, return is still unknown. Yeah, he's uh, having neck surgery, which is, you know, that's kind of a bummer. He was just kind of, like, I didn't like the storyline that they were doing with him and Seth Rollins, but it seemed like he was starting to get over as he was about to become a heel that they could have really, you know, that he could have really got over on being a heel. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, he's having this neck surgery. Um, it's unknown when he's going to return. I've heard that these type of surgery sometimes take a year or more to come back from so hopefully it's not that serious um they said that the surgery was a minor thing so hopefully it is and he can come back sooner rather than later uh, because i do think his in-ring performances are really good you just got to keep working on the character for him what else you got there uh so tamina snuka had neck or had surgery on her torn rotator cuff Oh, yes. And we'll be recovering for the next six to eight months. Uh, yeah, that's an estimate as well. She had a torn rotator cuff. Apparently, she had it for a while, and she actually mm. um, had it at the Women's Royal Rumble. She still got to participate oh. in the Royal Women's Royal Rumble, but she got really she got eliminated really quickly from that. And mm -hmm. I'm guessing that's because they already knew her shoulder was messed up. Mm -hmm. And they just wanted to, but she still wanted to participate, of course, as the first wo ever Women's Royal Rumble. So they, you know, she got in there, got eliminated really quick. And now it turns out she's having um, shoulder uh, surgery on her torn rotator cuff. And I've heard those take six to eight months to recover from. So hopefully she'll be back soon as well. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, what else do we got? So Titus O'Neil takes an hashtag Black Panther challenge. And will bring over 2,000 kids to see Black Panther for free. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's that's neat. <laughs> yeah, it is really neat. Titus O'Neil is really known for being really uh, involved in the community and uh, reaching out. Uh, I read that, you know, he just he thinks it's important uh, to get to take kids, um, you know, to see superheroes that look like them growing up he never got to see superheroes that look like him and mm -hmm. he like i said he's always involved in a lot of different uh charities so now the fact that he can there was this black panther challenge thing that involved bringing kids minority kids to go see black panther um he more than met that challenge by you know yeah, this coming friday he's bringing over two thousand kids to go see the black panther movie for free so that's okay. pretty cool yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, what else do we got on our news list there? Booker T versus Corey Graves. Viral feud is a work. Oh, okay, yeah. So you probably didn't hear about this. This was no. this big viral thing that was actually going on on the internet. Uh, Booker T and uh, Corey Graves, you know, the two announcers, mm -hmm. uh, they were kind of having a feud. So Booker T just got sort of demoted he's only going to be doing the pre-shows at um big events like the pay-per-views and on his mm -hmm. radio show he went on there and said you know that it was Corey graves fault da 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 
you know, and he wouldn't beat him up if he saw him at work or whatever. But if he saw Corey Graves on the street, he was going to beat him up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if he saw him at Starbucks, he was going to tattoo him or something like that. Uh, And then Corey Graves had some sort of response that didn't get much. And then it kind of started blowing up really big where a lot of different, like, legitimate news places like reporting about like oh what's going on in this little wrestling thing where these guys are talking about each other beating it up and then uh so on friday booker t had Corey graves come on the Mm -hmm. on his radio show and then they talked about how oh it was just you know it was a work it wasn't a real thing that was going on like Mm-hmm. Booker T was actually glad to be going back to just doing pre-shows and not being on the main thing and that they're mm-hmm. actually friends and, you know, they're not going to fight or anything. So it oh. was just sort of a thing that, I guess, spiraled out of control. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, though. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else on our news list? I have one more thing. Triple H takes over 205 live. 205 live for 205 pounds. 205? Yeah, they say um, 205 Live is the name of the show. I don't watch that, do I? I don't watch that. No, you, ha- you haven't been watching that. But this news with Triple H shaking over 205 Live, this is actually some really cool news because uh, the past two weeks, 205 Live has actually been really good, really exciting. They've had some really good matches. Um, Triple H also... Uh, you know, he's in charge of NXT, which has been really good since he's taken over for the past year. Mm-hmm. And now he's taking over 205 Live. Vince McMahon's given him control over 205 Live, and the past two weeks have been really good. They got the new general manager. They're doing this um, elimination-style uh, 16-man tournament leading up to WrestleMania for the cruiserweight title and the matches so far for that have been really good uh so that's really exciting um in fact since we're on that news you said that was the last thing you had there right so uh, i'll talk a little bit about 205 what i watched on 205 live this week um on 205 live we are still in the first round of the 16 man elimination tournament match um in in this week's episode we had kalisto versus uh, Lince Dorado, um, and and Kalisto ended up winning this round, this match. So he moves on to the next round. Um, this match was, you know, really fun to watch. These guys are two really good friends, and then they had to wrestle each other because mm-hmm. you know they're trying to advance in the tournament. Um, so they're kind of were showing each other a lot of respect, and but you know when push came to shove, they had to they had to fight, and they pulled out big moves on each other like a lot of big moves on each other a lot and uh so it was a really exciting match and then the next match after that was Hideo Itami versus Roderick Strong and then here Roderick Strong gets the win so he's moving on and again this match was a really good match um you know a lot of big moves made um just this is an exciting match overall I'm really excited to be watching 205 Live now with what they got going on over there at that show. Uh, so, uh, Triple H taking over. We got the new general manager, um, Drake Maverick, and he's, you know, really exciting on there as well. He gets he does the promos really well. 
So uh, I'm looking forward to watching more up to WrestleMania and see who's going to win the Cruiserweight title. Okay. Next, I also watched NXT this week, so I'll talk about NXT. I know you didn't watch that with me this week. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT this week opened up with um, the Undisputed Era coming out, and then they're attacked suddenly by Sanity, and then um, William Regal comes out, and then he announces that they're going to have a six-man tornado match between the two groups. Uh, the night was supposed to start out in a tag team championship match, between Undisputed Era and Sanity, two members of each. And then, you know, the attack happened, and then so they're going to have this six-man tornado match at the end of the show. So right after that, the next match that we do have is Heavy Machinery versus um, Riddick Moss and Tino uh, Sabatelli with Heavy Machinery winning. Uh, again, I'm new, I'm new to uh, NXT myself, but mm-hmm. Heavy Machinery was really fun to watch. Uh, two big guys, hence the name Heavy Machinery, uh, and they're just doing like big slams on the other guys, and <laughs> you know that's kind of their whole gimmick is that they're big guys that do mm-hmm. big slams and you know use their weight on their opponents and stuff. So that was fun to watch. Um, next up after that we had Johnny Gargano, uh, Johnny Wrestling. He had a promo that was interrupted by San Almas and um, Selena. And then his wife comes out as well, and then uh, they, you know, they're arguing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then um, Johnny Gargano challenges Cien uh, Almas to another title match. Um, Johnny Gargano has lost to Cien Almas three times now. Um, you know he's zero and three against him, but he wants another title shot. And then they. Cien Almas agrees to it, but and they make a bet. So if Cien Almas loses, then he just obviously loses his title. But if Johnny Gargano loses, mm-hmm. he said he will quit NXT oh, for wow. losing. So be big high stakes for Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest guy on NXT right now in my eyes. He's like a really good performer. So I'm guessing he's gonna win. I'm hoping he's gonna win because I definitely don't want to see him quit NXT. <laughs> um, see what do we have after that next we had this uh girl bianca belair uh, versus um jessex hill bianca belair won uh within a matter of like a minute oh. uh, she was this really cool little girl she had like a long ponytail that like went all the way down to like the floor whatever okay. they said she i didn't get to see it but they they said that she does some sort of hair whip that's one of her moves so oh. i'm looking forward to seeing that eventually whenever nice. Yeah. Whenever she pulled that off in a match. Yeah. Uh, but she's a supposedly like a big rising star in NXT, so. Okay. She looks pretty cool. Um, then, then we had the main event of the night where it was Sanity versus Undisputed Era. Uh, this was another really good, exciting match where, um, you know, it's a six-man tornado match. Um, you know. Uh, no disqualification, so there was a lot of like weapons being used, people being thrown, you know, into tables, being mm-hmm. people getting hit by chairs. It was just wild. Uh, and then it, in the end, um, Sanity won. Uh, this was another exciting match. Like both NXT and Two Hundred Five Live are booming right now. I think they're having a lot of really good like performances in the ring. Um, 
And if Triple H has anything to do with NXT, now that he's taking two, over 205 Live, like these shows are going to be like some really good shows to watch in my eyes. Um, let's get over to some shows I know you did watch. We mm -hmm. watched Raw together this week. Yeah, we did. And this week, uh, Raw opened up with Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. It was um, a qualifying match to get into the Elimination Chamber match. Um, and then in this, Matt Hardy ended up attacking Bray Wyatt um, after the match was over. But Roman Reigns got the win, so yeah. Roman Reigns is guaranteed a spot in Elimination Chamber match um, at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns has never been in an Elimination Chamber match, so this will be his first one from what I understand. Uh, what do you think about that? What do I think about that? Well, I was told you that I thought he was going to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. No surprise there. Yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. I did my homework this week as well. I watched... I have been... I figured out what an Elimination Chamber match is, oh. and I've watched like the first six ever elimination chamber matches yeah. uh, so i'll tell you what an elimination chamber match is so that we're all on the same page in an elimination chamber match they have like this big dome cage that goes over the entire ring uh -huh. and then it's a six-man elimination mm -hmm. thing so there's going to be and there's four pods inside of this dome um that are like made out of bulletproof glass and the four, there's going to be four guys that are in the bulletproof glass pods. Okay. And the other two start out the match, uh -huh. and they'll be fighting each other. And then every five minutes, another one of the guys, one of the pods will open, mm -hmm. and then they will in, they will join in on the match. Yeah. And it's random which pod gets open, so you don't mm -hmm. know who's coming in next. Um yeah, so obviously the two guys that start out, mm -hmm. have they're going to have a harder time because they have to be in there. They have to last all the way to the end. And each time somebody gets pinned, they pull them out of the dome. And then, um, you know, it keeps going until there's only one person left. Yeah. And, and the only way to lose is by pin or submission. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Uh, what else after that? Uh, that's pretty much it. That's the rules. Um, every five minutes, um, the last person, I mean, a new person comes in. So it really is a lot of benefit to you to be the last person coming in mm -hmm. because the last person coming in, um, has gotten like, everybody else has been, especially if the number one and number two guys are still in there. They've already been fighting for, like, at least 20 minutes by the time you get in. Yeah. So that's a big advantage if you can be the last one in, which is something that we'll play into a little bit later that we'll talk about. And next we had a promo with J Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins, and Jason Jordan is talking about his injury here, mm -hmm. and he's telling Seth Rollins that he's not going to be able to perform with him tonight and help him in the rematch to get the tag team titles back uh, because of his neck injury and the doctors won't let him um, compete. Yeah. Um, I kind of already said what I thought about that in the news. Um, but what do you think about that, Jason Jordan? 
having surgery and not being able to compete? Well, I think that's fine. I don't know. He's pretty new, isn't he? No, he's not new per se, but he's just a young up-and-coming guy. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't know. Does that make them, is that a bad thing? Well, any time that you can't, you know, that you don't get to perform, it's a bad thing because right. you're not, you're not performing. And Well, he's still technically performing. He's still on the sidelines doing whatever it is. Right, but he did a promo. Is. But if he's not in the ring wrestling, this is, you know, this is, this is, you know, a sports entertainment act. It's just like any sport in that happens, like like football or baseball or basketball. If a guy gets injured and mm-hmm. he can't play, that's not going to help his career. No. Because, you know, you, you're off for a long time, so you're going to be rusty when you do come back, if you can come back. Mm-hmm. And then in that amount of time, somebody else might have started making a name for himself and come up, and then you have to compete with that person as well, where you were already rising and now you have a new person to compete with or you might just be gone so long that they decide you know what we're kind of done with you now Uh you've been gone for so long we've moved on we did find somebody else so we don't need you anymore yeah i don't know isn't he like the son of some big Star or I don't know if that's a real thing. I haven't looked into that. I know they that's... look the same. I think they look similar. <laughs> so I, know, I, I think it might be. <laughs> I know it's a storyline. Maybe you can do that for homework next week. I'll <laughs> look that up to see if he really is Kurt Angle's son. Um, I think he is. Yeah, you'll have to look that up. Wrong. I have. I have no. I haven't looked into that. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a real thing or not. Um. um. Not too bad for him. Yeah, that's what I think it's, you know, kind of a bummer for him. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, what what else did we have? Um, After that, uh, we had Sasha Banks and Bailey do a little promo um, where Sasha's asking, I mean, Bailey's asking Sasha for some help um, on some pointers on how to beat Asuka. And then uh, Sasha tells her, like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to give away any of my tips. Right. Only, like, furthering Sasha's, like, transition, going back to the legit boss and becoming a heel again, which I think she can play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad to see that they're really going in that direction, it seems like. What do you think? Do you, like, I think in the time you've been watching, Sasha's been more of a good guy. What do you think about her, like, turning into a heel? I don't mind. You don't mind? I don't mind. Well, no, what do you I think, think? Like, do you think she's going to be good as a heel? Like, like. <laughs> I think she's just good at whatever she does. Yeah. She's pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well, actually. Uh, next, we had Kurt Angle promo where he announces um, the participants in the women's elimination chamber match. And it's going to be Alexa Bliss, um, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Mickey James and Sasha Banks, um, and then he also announces that Nia Jax and Oscar are gonna fight each other at Fastlane, and if Nia Jax can win, then mm-hmm. Nia Jax will get to fight at WrestleMania as well in a triple threat match um, for the championship match. It would be Nia Jax, 
um, Asuka and then whoever the champion is that they're going to fight, whether it's Alexa Bliss or somebody else, or if they decide to do the SmackDown championship, if it's Charlotte Flair or somebody else, if somebody else wins it in that meantime. Okay. What do you think of this whole angle that they got going on with that? What do I think? I think that they, I think it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. What's... Yeah. Well, and <laughs> in, in in what I'm thinking for this whole deal is, so Nia Jax is great. She's the irresistible force. She's huge. She's strong. Um, but so far, Asuka has been undefeated for like, almost three years or something she was like undefeated the two years that she was in nxt she has been undefeated so far ever since she has joined um has joined raw and so if she goes into i would love to see nia Jax in a match but if she goes into this match and beats asuka i kind of feel like that takes away a little bit of the glamour when they go to wrestlemania Mm-hmm. Because at that point, you know, if Oscar went all that way into WrestleMania being undefeated, mm-hmm. and then she gets to fight whoever the champion is, like, that's either going to be the chance, like, Oscar wins the championship, or she loses for the first time yeah. winning the championship. So if she loses for the first time before that, then I, I don't know if it kind of, like, takes away from the fact that she lost for the finally for the first time getting to go for the championship yeah but then again i don't know because it's naya so if she loses to naya Jax, like is it does it really make it look like it's that bad of a thing and then she kind of they could play in the storyline well not only is Asuka wanting to win the championship at WrestleMania, she also wants to beat Nia Jax at WrestleMania and get revenge for, you know, having her first loss. Mm-hmm. So that's a couple different ways it could go. Um, what do you think would be the better story? I think Asuka winning that match. Oh. I think Asuka winning that match would be better. Winning the match between Nia Jax and her? Yeah. Yeah. And then her still going. And it would be interesting to see how she does that because she is a big woman. Yeah. So you would (laughs) be interested to see Asuka going into WrestleMania still undefeated then. Yeah. 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 That's that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Scoot up here, Mama. Join My the back sh- is hurting me. Join the show. My back is hurting me. Um, what else do we have after that? Oh, then Alexa Bliss came out and interrupted um, Kurt Angle here, and she was saying how it was unfair that she has to defend her title at the Elimination Chamber match because the men, the men's champion doesn't have to defend his title, and fans were actually like, you know, agreeing with her. Mm-hmm. I think this whole promo was meant to um kind of try to make alexa bliss look like a bad guy because she was trying to say like oh i don't want to defend my championship and even kurt angle brought up the fact that she hasn't defended her championship since october but i don't think the storyline quite played out how they thought it would Mm -hmm. even though it was like she was complaining the fans were kind of like cheering for her on her side like yeah they're right it's not equal that's not fair (laughs) so i don't know if they kind of thought that all the way through 
Yeah. With that, but I mean, these fans still want to see the match, so. Right. You know, either way, I think it'll be okay. But I just thought that was kind of interesting that, you know, with all the stuff we got going on in the culture right now with the Me Too movement and you know, women being equal and everything that. I think they, like I said, they were just trying to play it off like she was being the complaining champion that's trying to avoid having to defend her championship. But, Mm -hmm. you know, fans are kind of, you know, they're more on the side of like, yeah, you're right. Right. If the men don't have to do it, she shouldn't have to do it. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. But, oh well. They said that she didn't have to fight for her for that championship since like what was it, October or something. Yeah, it was so October. It's been a while. Yeah, so she needs to defend it, but yeah, yeah, I just thought it was funny. Uh, what else do we have? Right after that, we had the Bailey versus Oscar match, and Oscar won. Um, I thought Bailey put up a good fight. I really like Bailey, so they need to keep finding stuff for her to do. Um, with her character and being like a huggy person, I feel like fans could really get into her. They just don't give her enough to do, like yeah. during the shows. Like they need to get her some more matches, get her some more promos, mm-hmm. so she can build up a bigger following. I think, because um, in the times that she has, they have given her more stuff to do. I think the fans are really into her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hun. Okay. Uh, then we had the Miz versus Apollo Crews, um, and this was also a qualifying match for the Elimination Chamber match. Uh, the Miz won this, so the Miz is going to be in the Elimination Chamber match. I think this is his first Elimination Chamber match as well, I thought I heard them say. I'm not positive, um, but after watching quite a few Elimination Chamber matches this past week, it's kind of funny to see... You know, or imagine the Miz being in an elimination chamber match, uh, just because it's like a really like hardcore match, and that's not kind of the thing I would imagine the Miz being in. So it'd be kind of cool to see him in that type of match, since it's not what I would think of him as being in. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> don't know what to say to that. Okay, so then we had another Jason Jordan promo. Um, you know, he's not going to be able to compete, so Roman Reigns is going to join Seth Rollins and help him defend the Tag Team Championship. And then we have the match with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Um, during this match, Jason Jordan comes out. He interrupts the match. Um, he's only trying to help, but somehow, you know, um, at some point, uh, I can't remember if it's Sheamus or Cesaro, but they're outside of the ring and they kind of like push on Jordan. Jordan hacks one of them, uh, punches one of them. The match, uh, the ref calls it, disqualifies Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins so they don't get to get the tag team championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's good because obviously Jason Jordan's not going to go on. And I think if you're going to yeah. have Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, you don't want to have them as a tag team. They would rather have them be individuals and win individual championships and keep them open for that so i understand why they did that um and then with jason jordan he's still kind of played into being a bad guy so hopefully that means you, you know they plan on him coming back for sure 
and that this neck surgery was minor enough that he'll be able to come back sooner rather than later, and they'll still be playing out the story of him being a heel once he gets back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we had Nia Jax versus Vanessa Floyd, uh, some new girl, and then uh, Nia Jax just dominated her um, up and down the ring, uh, slammed her all over the place, pinned her, that was over, quick match, Nia Jax, again, just showing how powerful she is, you know, she had a couple of times where she slammed this girl really big, and like, did a big press over her head and slammed her down, and Cool. You know, just showed her power. I wasn't. I didn't get to see that match. You didn't see that one. Mm-mm. Okay, and then next we had uh, a match between Elias, uh, John Cena, and Braun Strowman. These guys are all already in the Elimination Chamber match, and it, this match was for the right to get to enter the Elimination Chamber match last. And as I said to you earlier, like you get, you know, like at least twenty minutes rest before the. Um, ahead of the other guys mm-hmm. who start out the match so getting to come in last being guaranteed to come in last is a big deal um i thought the way they played out this match was really good um i'm a big fan of elias and braun Strowman both mm-hmm. um i don't think you want braun Strowman coming in last because no. he's a big buff dude who's powerful and you want to see him during a longer portion of the match like you know throwing guys into the cage and slanging them down on the ground on the metal barrier thing and whatnot so i'm glad that he's not coming in last yeah. so elias ended up actually winning this match so he gets to come in last mm-hmm. and that makes me really happy because that only like um that only makes me believe that Elias actually has a chance of, you know, coming close to winning the Elimination Chamber match and getting to go to WrestleMania and fight for uh, a title at WrestleMania. Um, And I'm a big fan of that because I'm a big fan of Elias. I walk with Elias for sure. I know that. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, that would be pretty cool if Elias was able to go all the way to Wrestlemania um although Braun Strowman I mean like he's just so that would be he's entertaining for me just because he's so big and does a lot of that big guy kind of stuff too and yeah (coughs) Elias I don't walk with Elias unlike (laughs) my husband so (laughs) yeah well you're doing something wrong, then you must not know how to walk. <laughs> um, what that means, then. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, so there's still one empty spot left for the Elimination Chamber match as well, and we're going to get to see that match uh, this week, on this coming week's episode of Raw, where it's going to be a second chance for guys who haven't qualified uh, so far who have lost. So it's going to be uh, Bray Wyatt... Um, Finn Balor, um, gosh, I don't remember who else was in it now. Uh, 
Well, I can't remember, but there's going to be a match coming this week where these guys are going to get a second chance to get into the Elimination Chamber match mm-hmm. at Fastlane. Bray Wyatt, uh, Finn Balor. Who else lost? Trying to get oh into gosh. the Elimination Chamber. I don't know why I can't remember all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I probably wouldn't remember anyways, but yeah. <laughs> I just know Finn Balor. Uh, Balor. Is it Balor? Yes. I keep calling him Balor. Yeah, but it's Balor. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that was the end of that show. And then uh, we moved on and we watched uh, SmackDown Live this week. Um, and then this week at SmackDown Live, we opened up with Shane McMahon doing a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he come, uh, Then Daniel Bryan comes out and joins and then uh, Shane McMahon starts talking about how he feels like uh, Daniel Bryan is giving too many chances to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens because he feels like Daniel Bryan is living vicariously through them because he can't wrestle anymore. And Shane McMahon said a couple times that he knows that Daniel Bryan still wants to wrestle. Yeah. And fans were going crazy about this, you know, when they were saying, like, they know, like, as soon as he said, like, I know you still want to wrestle, like, mm-hmm. fans were going crazy because fans want to see him wrestle, and fans know that he wants to wrestle. His contract is coming up, is going to be ending this summer. He has been talking about how he still wants to wrestle, mm-hmm. that doctors have cleared him to wrestle, WWE is just being cautious and doesn't, is not letting him wrestle. He said that. If they don't let him wrestle when his contract is up, he probably will leave and go to another company that will let him wrestle. So I almost feel like, so Shane McMahon, obviously being a McMahon, he is, you know, part of the company. He's the son of the owner. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be running the company one day as well, a big portion of it. So I feel like if Daniel Bryan does get a match, it would be perfect for Shane McMahon to be the one that he gets a match against. And in this little promo, Shane's coming kind of off as a heel. And he kind of lately has been coming off as a heel. So I feel like, and I hope this is the case, that Shane McMahon is becoming a heel Uh for Daniel Bryan so that when Daniel Bryan returns, he can fight against Shane McMahon and we can get the return of exciting Daniel Bryan and get the yes movement going on again um, what do you think about that would you want, want to see Daniel Bryan return do you think this do you think this is some sort of foreshadowing that Daniel Bryan might return like what do you think I would love to see Daniel Bryan return if it's a foreshadow very possible because sometimes these shows are I don't know um predictable (laughs) yes (laughs) they can be they can be um during this whole thing aj styles comes out and interrupts and um i don't even remember what the whole deal was he was just kind of like talking about he was tired of them bickering and fighting and then they're gonna have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to have their match later that night to fight each other to see who gets to go against AJ Styles um, mm-hmm. uh, for the for the championship. Um, then 
we had Liv Morgan versus Charlotte Flair. Um, Charlotte won this match. She ended up putting Liv Morgan in the figure eight leg lock, and Liv Morgan had to um, submit. Mm -hmm. um, the thing I find interesting about this match, uh, so we have, you know, she's part of the Riot Squad with Ruby uh, Riot and um, Sarah Logan. Yeah. And then, you know, they they came at the same time as... Um, you know, uh, Absolution came with um, Paige, Mandy Rose, mm. and um, uh, Sonya Deville. And uh, I'm not a big fan of either of those groups. I like a lot of those wrestlers individually, and mm -hmm. especially Absolution. I just didn't like that name. I don't know what that was all about. Mm. The Riot Squad, I don't really know how I like that whole gimmick, but... Uh, a lot of those wrestlers in those groups, I like them as individuals. Mm -hmm. And I thought Liv Morgan here getting to perform against Charlotte, like she looked good in the match. So hopefully we'll get to see some more of just like individual matches from all of these women who are in these two groups. Obviously we're not going to see any more from Paige, but you know, Mandy Rose yeah. and Sonya Deville mm -hmm. over on that side. And then uh, Liv Morgan... Um, Ruby Riot, I think, is an upcoming star for sure, so I'm sure we'll get to see a lot of matches with her in individual things. And then uh, Sarah Logan, she's kind of the odd one out in this. Like, she hasn't really gotten to perform on the main show at all since being part of the group, but I guess it's a good exposure for her that she gets to be on the show. Um, but just kind of wanted to bring that up that I thought, you know, hopefully the groups will kind of dissipate a little bit and we'll get some more out of them individually uh next up after that we had the bludgeon brothers go against a couple of local nobodies uh like they have been doing a lot lately and then of course they bludgeon brothers bludgeon the crap out of the guys that they are going against they yeah. you know do their big power bombs on them and pin them easily uh get the win there like looking like the dominant force and then then uh, now the second week in a row, the Usos come out uh, to do their promo right in the middle of the win of the Bludgeon Brothers. So it looks like we're mm -hmm. just headed for, you know, a, we're on a crash course collision for these two tag teams to meet, yes. which I think would be really exciting. That would be exciting. I would watch that. Yeah, definitely. Be, I Like I said, I love the Usos. They do great performances. And with the way... The Bludgeon Brothers have been dominating everybody with the, you know, just their overpowering of other people. You know, I think mm -hmm. it would be exciting to see their two, the two styles have to compete with each other. Yeah. Um, and then uh, to talk about that, uh, the Usos coming out and do their promo as well. We talked about it last week. I'm glad that this week when they came out and did their promo, they weren't mm -hmm. doing that on-screen graphic of the gate mm -hmm. slamming shut you know that was really dumb so i'm glad they didn't yeah. do that this week they were still doing some of the dumb graphics with the words coming on screen as the you know as different promos throughout the night as you know 
oh, yeah. people are doing the promos they're like yeah. we're gonna beat them down and like beat them down would come up on the screen it's like okay yeah just get rid of these graphics all together do something else i'm glad the wwe is like willing to try things out and see mm-hmm. if it works this is two weeks in a row now it's not working at all it's cut it out (laughs) too distracting it takes away the the emotion from it yeah yeah uh i agree with that and then we had um you know at the last week's show um daniel bryan talked about that they were going to do a top 10 superstars of smackdown and then the superstars were going to vote on it themselves Mm -hmm. and then i didn't i don't i and i still don't know what the point of this is but they announced their top 10 and the top 10 was um the perfect 10 ty dillinger came in at 10 at 9 was randy orton 8 was becky lynch 7 was the usos 6 was new day 5 was bobby rude 4 was uh naomi 3 was shinsuke nakamura Two was Charlotte Flair, and uh, coming in at number one on the list was AJ Styles. What do you think about this list? This list? What was this list? It was just... A lot of names. They voted on it themselves. The superstars voted on it amongst themselves to see who was the top ten in SmackDown. Oh my god. I... Did you write it down? Yes, so it's right here. Okay. These are the top ten guys. The top ten dudes. Who's Ty? Oh, never mind. Randy. This is great podcasting. Great show. (laughs) I don't know. Well, just what do you think about it overall? Like, I they haven't said why they're doing a top ten. Yeah. Like, what's the point of having it? What's the point of doing a top ten? Mm-hmm. Maybe it just makes their characters look better. Or the each individual wrestler have like some sort of status. Yeah, I guess it does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't that really doesn't... get what it's doing, but hopefully they tie it in I'm to guessing. something somehow. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they tie it some into something somehow because otherwise it seems kind of pointless at this point yeah uh so after they had this announcement we had rusev uh versus bobby Roode for the u.s title um i thought this was a really good match um both of these fan i mean both of these wrestlers have a big following with um rusev doing having the rusev day everybody's chanting rusev day rusev is really getting over fans are liking them they like rusev day mm-hmm. um bobby Roode is glorious they love the glorious they love the entrance song um and then bobby Roode ended up winning this match um i thought it was a good match overall i think um bobby Roode is a really good in-ring performer mm-hmm. um so hopefully they can keep him with the title and give him more matches as well because i feel like once he made his debut, I I watched him make his debut on SmackDown, and it seemed like he had a lot of momentum going on then, and then it's slowly been kind of dying down, so hopefully they yeah. can ramp it back up, because uh, I, I do like him, and I didn't realize he's like already 40 years old, so they got to get him a lot to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, I mean, he, um, 
Yeah, a lot of energy. But, like, it seemed like the last match, it was like, eh, it's just Bobbitt screwed again, and I don't know. I just got, when I first was introduced to him, I was more excited about him. Like, the song was so catchy, and I know my son loves that song, too, so. But it just seems like, nah, there's, like, not much going on with him. And then this whole thing with the Rusev. I don't know what's, what the heck of Rusev or Rusev Day is. I don't, I guess I just haven't been paying attention that much, but. Yeah, so Rusev Day was this whole thing where he was gonna, you know, he like won a championship real quick and then he was, he was gonna like celebrate and have Rusev Day, but then lost it like right, right away. So he didn't get to like have. Rusev mm-hmm. Day, and then so the guy that always, you know, that skinny white guy, Aiden English, that always comes out yeah. with him, like, he made up the whole, like, oh, Rusev Day thing, and Rusev Day is every day, so... Oh, yeah. That's just the gimmick okay. that they got going on. Okay. Um, and then at the end of this match, Randy Orton comes out, and um, he RKO's uh, on Bobby Roode and uh, Rusev. I don't know what this was trying to accomplish either, uh, but, you know, he is Randy Orton, the Viper, so he could strike at any time, so, but I don't know if that means, like, they're going to give him a shot at the U.S. title, if that's what this whole thing was about or what, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was number, what, number nine on the top ten list, so maybe he was feeling, <laughs> you know, scorned about that, I don't know, but mm-hmm. he comes out and does that at the end, so maybe we'll see match between Bobby Roode and um, Randy Orton which Randy Orton is you know he's really high up on the list on uh, a match that fans like to see so if Randy Orton um, and Bobby Roode had a match I think that would definitely help out Bobby Roode as well mm-hmm. so maybe that could be something that comes out of this yeah. uh, after that we had uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin have a promo um, and I wrote here that they had bad on-screen graphics. This was another one of those ones where they were talking and that, you know, every couple of words that they said, the graphics were coming up on screen. So yeah. we kind of already talked about that and how we don't like that. Um, and then we have a match between Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus The Ascension. No surprise here that Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin win because they're legitimate you know contenders for championship titles mm-hmm. and the ascension or not um you know gave them a good match it was fun it was exciting but you know chad gable and shelton benjamin won and then let's go to the main event of the night which was sammy Zayn versus kevin owens mm-hmm. this was a qualifying match to see who would get to fight aj styles um for the smackdown title AJ Styles came out at the beginning of the match and he was sitting at ringside doing some commentary. And then at some point, um, Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn are outside of the ring. I think Sami Zayn actually goes over to AJ Styles, starts talking a bunch of crap. AJ Styles doesn't like it, gets up and attacks Sami Zayn and attacks Kevin Owens. The match is ended. Mm-hmm. Um, the ref calls a match and then Daniel Bryan comes out announces a triple threat match now instead of just you know 
AJ Styles one-on-one with either Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. Um, Now it's going to be a triple threat match between the three of them at Fastlane for the SmackDown title championship. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that they would split them apart, to be honest. I don't like that they keep fighting with each other. Yeah, yeah. Again, so we're going to see another match with the three of these guys. This time, instead of it being two against one, it's all three of them against each other. So I don't know. I kind of like this a little bit better because this still gives a chance for um you know some sort of feud to be going on between kevin owens and Sami Zayn Mm -hmm. that hopefully they can really play out for a long time and give them a lot of matches between each other um what i did because it was entertaining yeah it wasn't i was gonna say that's what i noticed about this match like i mean these guys have been friends for a long time like coming up with each other like from you know, being on independent wrestling nobodies to making it all the way to the WWE with mm-hmm. each other. So they know each other really well. Um, and I'm guessing, you know, they probably have practiced a lot with each other and have had a lot of matches with each other in the past. So they had mm-hmm. really good in-ring chemistry. Like the match itself, like you said, was mm-hmm. really good. So I'd be looking forward to seeing more uh, of that. And if this somehow, you know, I could see it playing out in a way where um, one of them, it looks like they're for sure going to have AJ Styles beat at Fastlane to win the championship, but then the other one, um, breaks up that chance. Then AJ Styles somehow takes advantage of it, mm-hmm. gets the pin, keeps the championship. And then because whoever it was, whether it's Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, whichever one of them gets so close to winning that championship, um, almost get the three count but the other one stops them that that really sparks the feud where like they're gonna have to start fighting each other because they're not happy with each other mm-hmm. especially because kevin owens has been a champion before and so if especially if Sami Zayn is about to win the championship and mm-hmm. kevin owens stops him where Sami Zayn has really wanted to be a champion but has never gotten to be a champion mm-hmm. you know i could see how that could really caught like be the spark for you know, a big feud between the two of them. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. That would, which I'm kind of hoping for. Yeah, yeah, I like to say. As for drama. Yeah, for drama and then just for the matches themselves because like you said, like that match um, on this week's SmackDown was so good. I would like to see more of that between these two guys. Them fighting each other instead of with each other. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, that was all the wrestling we watched this week. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank you. Um, this week, do you might do you have any suggestions that anybody might want to go check out, and that is not wrestling. Not wrestling. Well, I was just watching a TV show on Hulu. I think it's Fox that has it. It's called Ghosted. Ghosted. Yes. Super funny. Yes, I didn't, what, I was, what was I doing? Was I, was I, what, cleaning the garage? Yeah, he was cleaning the garage yeah, while so I, was, I was watching this. I just started it up, but, yeah, it's got my cheesy, corny humor, so. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, I didn't get to see it. I was out cleaning the garage, but I came in for a couple minutes and saw a few minutes of it. It did look like it would be a funny show, so, uh, 
that's a good suggestion. I'm glad you had a suggestion this week. <laughs> and then for me, what would I suggest to go out and do this week that isn't wrestling? Hmm. Well, for I don't know if I have something this week. I might I might pull a you, and I don't know oh, if I have something this there's week. There's actually a lot going on this week, isn't there? Well, I'm sure there's a lot going on this week, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's something that I would suggest that I know that I've watched or that I've seen or that I've read. Um, uh, oh, you know what? I, because I'm nerdy, what I would suggest is... Um, I think they've had like four or five episodes already, but uh, mm. on the on Geek and Sundry... They have a podcast, and they also aired on Twitch. Um, they do a show called Critical Role, mm-hmm. and it's a Dungeons and Dragons oh, thing. Yeah. So I've never actually even played Dungeons and Dragons myself. And even if you've never have played Dungeons and Dragons, I haven't yeah, like if you never played Dungeons and Dragons, like these stories that they come up with are still really fun and exciting to listen to and watch. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the guys on Geek and Sundry that the the game master is um matthew mercer and it's all of his friends who are they're you know they're all like voice actors so they're all really good at like telling a story and acting a story out like on the fly it's all improv um so it's really fun and exciting to watch and in the past it was like even when i first started getting into it, it was kind of hard uh because you kind of were jumping in in the middle because it's been going on for so long. And I think even when they first started putting their sessions on YouTube, like they had already been on this campaign for a long time. But for the first time in a long time, they started a brand new campaign, new characters. Like they're only like four or five episodes in right now. So it's really easy to catch up, be caught up. Um, they just started brand new, started everything over. So it's a great time to jump in and start listening start Mm -hmm. from the beginning so you know everything in this story so that's what i would suggest to go out and do um interesting yeah yeah i know didn't vin diesel do a have a like some kind of D &D match with them or something yeah yeah it's like it's like on youtube or something yeah it's on youtube vin diesel joined them once and did like a little one hour campaign with them just to be a yeah. guest i think they've done that quite a few times where on the website at geek and sundry they have guests on yeah like celebrity oh, yeah. guests on to play a match with them other celebrities that you know grew up playing dungeon dragons right um but yeah that's the end of our show thanks everybody for joining us go watch some wrestling this week as well mm-hmm. and then we will join you again uh next week for another show all right bye bye